It's what your life doesn't need is just more stuff to be successful with. You need a plan that comes from a person that you feel deeply convicted aligns with who you are. Hey mama, I'm Ashley and welcome to the Veggies and Virtue podcast. In this podcast, you will find simple menu ideas, kitchen organizational systems spelled out for mom life and feeding tips and tricks that are both evidence-based and grace-laced. I believe that you can find flexibility when it comes to feeding your family so that you can feel calm, capable, and connected in the kitchen. As a registered dietitian and Christian mom of three myself, I want you to break free from the mealtime battles and to feel equipped while feeding your kids all day long. Pull up a stool at my kitchen counter and let me pour you a cup of coffee and say a quick prayer for you. It's time to chat about the mealtimes, messes, moments, and ministry of motherhood. So depending on whether or not you've seen some of my Instagram stories over the last couple months, we recently redid our master bathroom. And it's something we've been wanting to do for literally eight years since we've moved in this house. And it's something that we've wanted to do for a really long time. And so we finally decided, we planned, budgeted, prepared, picked all the things, and decided that it was the time to go ahead and do it. But like anyone who has lived through a renovation, it's chaos. Thankfully, now we are on the other side of it, and I can say and soon show that we are basically done. We've had a few little mishaps that have delayed the final product, but we can at least live back in it, get settled in, not share a shower with the kids, and it's been lovely. But in doing so, it also got me thinking about this seasonal shift as we move into spring. And at the time of this episode airing, it is officially spring equinox right here and now. But I feel like for my family, we've been living a little bit of Groundhog's Day every day for the last six weeks. And if you listen to my seasonal shift episode for winter, you'll know how I describe kind of this winter season. And if you're within my Mealtimes Made Easy method, you know why and how I think this is really important to how we relate to feeding our families, our aspirations and inspiration for meal planning and meal times, and why I even bring it up each season because I really do see it impact the approach that different families I work with taking, but I also see it impact my own approach that I take with my own family. And so with a non-food example, something that just kind of hit me was as we get back into our bathroom, and the reason I bring up this bathroom remodel at all is because something that I've been wanting to do for a really long time is to get my hair care routine into gear. I mean, anyone who has had postpartum, postpartum hair or multiple postpartum hair experiences, I feel like now that we're done biologically having children and my hair is not going to get those, you know, pregnancy-related boosts, I just noticed that it's not really the quality that I've wanted it to be. And it's just been a little bit more brittle. And I, when I think about it, I'm like, this just, not only is my hair not show to be the quality that I want it to be, but it also seems like it's just something that I haven't really given the proper time or attention to, especially amidst motherhood. And, you know, most of the time my hair is just thrown back or, you know, air dried, or I'm just not properly taking the time to take care of it. And hopefully you'll be able to track with me to kind of extrapolate some of the correlations that I think this example has to often how we feed our family, especially if we're in a season of winter versus a season of spring. But before this remodel, I knew that it was something I really wanted to do, but I knew that until the remodel was done, it was just really not the season for it. Like I mentioned, we were sharing a bathroom with my daughters at the time. And so it was like to try and, you know, we were already just kind of out of sorts and not 
in our usual day-to-day get-ready environment. So to then try and start something new while we're in a place that's already a little different and we're not, you know, we're staying in the guest room, not in our bedroom, which is on a different floor in our house. And it was just like, I knew it wasn't the time. And it was definitely a priority that I had and I really held close that I'm like, I really want this. I really want my hair to look healthier and to truly be healthier and I want to nourish it the way it needs. But I knew that that was going to take an intentional effort and with that, an investment of my time, my energy, and my resources to change the way that I've always approached my hair care. And sure, every time I buy a new hair product, I could be making a behavior change right then and there. But just as we know, we get into habits that help minimize the mental fatigue for us as moms. And so whether we buy the same brand of bread every week or I buy the same type of shampoo and conditioner every time I need to replenish our stock, I knew that those behavior changes were going to be something that I needed to really be intentional about and invested in. So even though restoring the health of my hair was something I really valued and was important to me, it was not something I had any extra capacity to actually invest in while we were amidst this bathroom remodel. However, I see how it parallels the seasons of our life in this shift from winter to spring quite well. And if you've listened to my other seasonal shift episodes from fall or from winter, you know that this doesn't always align with the calendar year. In this case, it just happens to, you know, kind of follow over the last six weeks since Groundhog's Day and ongoing winter that that's what it's looked like in my home. But I think it also tees up such a perfect analogy for how we can look forward to seasons of spring, even when we are finding ourselves in a winter. So I want to go through three things that I noticed retrospectively that I did in the process of kind of preparing for this spring and what my posture of expectation was as we were amidst winter and amidst the remodel, and yet how having that patience and also that perspective in that season helped me to develop a plan that I could implement as soon as the season shifted. And again, knowing that so many of us are in different seasons of life right now, I think it's really important for us to understand how do we cultivate that patience and that perspective to be in the season we're in, and yet also cultivate a posture of expectation that drives a plan when it's the right season. So the first thing that I found really important was to figure out my plan. What was the hair care plan that I felt best aligned for me? Because as I was back in my master bathroom doing my hair one day and I was spraying, you know, one of those heat protectant sprays on my hair, which yes, I know I always should probably be using, but historically I haven't been very consistent with using. It dawned on me that I thought, okay, here I am doing the thing I said I wanted to do, but this could take weeks or months to see a result with. And it just dawned on me. Am I going to say stay consistent with the plan that I want to put in place, even if it does take a long time to see that anything's working? And that's why I think it's important that when we're not in the season necessary to implement the plan, but we maybe have the capacity, or as I mentioned, we have that inner motivation and that desire to someday do that thing and to do that plan it's important to begin researching what plan even aligns for us and which one even 
seems like it will fit for our family or within our lifestyle so that if it does take weeks or months to see any proof that the plan is working, we trust that plan because we've thoroughly researched it and we are confident that if anything is going to give us success, this is our best shot at it. And I think that this is really important because as I mentioned in a recent online workshop I did, we live in such an oversaturated environment of information that as moms, it can be extremely tempting to just pivot and change our plan anytime we don't see something working. And I see this happening all the time in the feeding space because behavior change, like changes in the way that we eat ourselves as adults, but also in the way that our children's eating habits change, it takes time. But if we're not confident in the plan that we're putting into practice in its due time, we're just going to pivot and we're going to switch the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. But what I was thinking to myself within this hair care is that that's what I historically probably would have done. I would have stuck it out just as long as the bottle of shampoo lasted and then maybe I'd go buy a different shampoo. Or maybe when my straightener burns out, I get a different one that's going to give my hair superpowers and make it stronger. Or I would just be pivoting, 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 but I wouldn't have a plan for one. And secondarily, I didn't have a plan that I felt I had researched enough that I truly felt confident sticking out for the duration it might take to see the positive benefits coming from it. But the question we really need to ask ourselves is, did I even give it enough time to properly be nourished to grow? Because just as my family recently planted our spring garden, and in this season of spring, it's really easy to kind of look at the plants there and wonder, is anything growing? Is anything changing? Is this even productive? And in the dead of winter, we may say no. There is no capacity for new life to happen here. And we might just pluck up that new thing and ditch it when there is no immediate result. And again, go listen to my winter shift if you feel like you're in a season of nothing new growing and no added capacity. But if you find yourself in a spring of sorts where you think, yeah, there is added capacity. I have that capacity that with the right plan to approach this and knowing the proper tools I need, I think I can be successful. But that takes physical and emotional capacity to invest in. Because we have to know, just as I was saying with the garden, the soil has to be right. The root system has to be established far before we ever see the fruit of our efforts. And so when I look at my hair right now and I'm starting to use all these products and, you know, I'm wondering, is is this really going to help or not? I can't see it on the outside right now, but I can hope that the roots of my hair and the infrastructure of my hair And those inner workings are being strengthened, even if I don't necessarily feel the fruit or see the fruit of stronger, fuller hair yet. Right now, I still just see a bunch of broken strands. But the difference here is that I have a capacity to invest in the process. And I have a confidence that I can be successful with this plan. Now, if you ask me what this hair care plan is, I'd be happy to all put some links in the show notes. But the important thing isn't so much even what the plan is. This may not be the right hair care routine for me. The important thing was is that I researched the plan 
enough that I had confidence in it that I could see it through to give it the time it needed to develop and grow and potentially cultivate the fruit here being healthier hair that I was after. But I had to research the plan in order to know, do I even think that this could maybe work for me? Because if you're someone who's into beauty and healthcare and hair care and things like that, you may look at this plan and say it's total garbage. I don't know. Maybe it is. But for me, the process that I went through was just, honestly, I was following this person on Instagram for months and months and months. And I always thought she had beautiful hair. But over time, I kept kind of picking up hints of things that I was like, okay, that aligns with me. Okay, that resonates with me. Okay, that would work for me. That even though she seemed eons ahead of me in the beauty and hair care space, I could see that the plan that she was using is one that may work for me too. Because she would share things like she only cuts and colors her hair once a year. Well, I've never colored my hair. So I didn't really want to follow someone's hair care plan that was heavily reliant on, you know, constant or at least quarterly highlights and coloring and things like that because we had different hair care. Another thing that I saw was that was important to me is that she exercised daily. That was a huge factor to me when I would think through different aspects that may, you know, work for me because a lot of times people will be washing their hair, spending all this time on hair care every day. And I'm like, that's just not me. And I knew that I was going to need to know how to handle my hair after working out and not having to wash it off every day made it a way more sustainable plan to me than one that maybe someone who does work out often, but also washes their hair just as often. That didn't really resonate with me. But for her, she was telling me she washed it once a week and yet still maintained this beautiful hair appearance and health with, you know, just once a week wash. So I wanted to know how did she accomplish that while still maintaining an active lifestyle, which is something I also value. That was really important to me that will come up a little bit more in the next point I want to make is that she over time continued to show a balance in her spending habits that seemed to more align with mine. I'm not in general, and historically, I definitely haven't been someone who has bought the premium hair care products. And so if I was following a plan that had the expectation that I was buying some really specialty hair care products that were extremely expensive and hard to come by and things like that, I just knew the sticker shock alone would probably scare me away. But it just, again, it wouldn't really fit for me, and it wouldn't be something that I would be as likely to stay consistent with when I needed to go replenish the bottle of something, especially if I wasn't seeing the results. So I think seeing over time that the way she spent money and the things that she prioritized spending money on seemed to kind of align with where I would see myself being at. Again, I'm not a fashion influencer, so she obviously does, you know, is influencing the world in a different way than uh, I feel called to do. But I could just see in general, it kind of fit for me. She wasn't super budget conscious, but she wasn't so extravagant that I felt like somewhere in the middle, she and I could kind of match up. So I share these things because these were things that I just kind of picked up as hints over time amidst being in a fall and a winter of preparing and undergoing for a remodel when I was in no place to make these changes. But I did have the energy and the ability to begin observing these things. 
and to begin identifying what plan might align for me when I am in a season to begin taking action. And so the reason I share this is because, again, relating it back to the feeding space, I know for a lot of you, you might not find yourself in a season where you feel ready to take action right now. And you may not find yourself in a spring of sorts where you have any added capacity to try and do a new thing. And I would be ill-advised as a healthcare professional if when working with families, I was constantly telling them to just arbitrarily adopt all these new behavior changes or to go buy all these products that didn't align with the season they were in. Because what your life doesn't need is just more stuff to be successful with. You need a plan that comes from a person that you feel deeply convicted aligns with who you are. And of course, you're not married to this person or this plan. You can pivot at any time. You truly feel it's not working for you or it doesn't fit for you. But I want to caution you to not be uprooting your efforts each and every time you're not seeing a result. Because as I mentioned with my hair or with the garden, these things take time. And so you have to pick a plan when you're in that season of purely just evaluating before ever taking action to see, is this a person in a plan I even feel I can stick with and see through? So do that work to pay attention. Because as I mentioned with this oversaturated, information-heavy world we live in, we can pick and choose all these different pieces of information and attempt to put together a plan on our own. But if we ultimately don't know what we're doing, or we're not paying attention to who we're following, we're going to get very overwhelmed. And so if you're in a season of already feeling overwhelmed and you're in a season of winter, the good news is you know spring will come. In due time, you will be in a different season where you have an increased capacity to execute a given plan. So take the time to not just pick and choose bits and pieces and overwhelm yourself further, but instead to identify and rather isolate down Who really aligns with you? Whose plan do you feel like might actually fit for you? Because then when you move into the season, which moves us to the next point of feeling ready to begin implementing the plan and what that next step I saw was of financially committing to the plan, you know, when we were still in the remodel, I went and I had finally decided on this person in this plan that I was going to go forward with. I had to first financially commit to buying the hair care products that were a part of this plan. That was part of the plan was using these products appropriately and effectively to restore my hair health. And so I had to change the mindset shift of the value of these items because they were more expensive than what I was spending. But I also knew that this was going to be a bit of a financial investment, which is why I didn't want to just haphazardly go buy all these random products. I didn't want to just pick and choose this, that, and the other. I wanted to have a plan to fall back on. But the second thing I had to do was financially commit and to purchase the products. So I began going through that process, seeing where was the best place to buy them, what was the most realistic way of getting these, you know, online or in person or whatever it might be, so that as we moved it back into our bathroom, I already had the products in hand. I had already made that financial commitment, which was giving me added accountability that I was invested in this and I was going to take action. Because I hadn't just researched it to see what was the right plan and who was the person that I was going to follow who created this plan. But then I was financially committing myself to it. And the third thing, once I had 
the plan and I had invested in the products was to actually begin using them and to begin implementing the plan and putting the plan in place and to begin sticking it out day after day. Does this mean that every day since I've been back in our bathroom and with these products, I've done it exactly how the plan said or exactly how I ideally would like to? No, of course not. Between sick kids and spring break travels and different things going on, it has not been perfect, but I have a plan to fall back on. So when I'm not seeing results yet, or when I do question, should I be following another plan? Is there something else better out there? I am committed to keeping the course. I am committed to this season, waiting to see that when summer comes, do I see the fruit? And of course, yes, I'm going to do a seasonal shift episode as summer approaches. And if you're enrolled in my Mealtimes Made Easy method, you know that there's a whole bonus blueprint on how these seasonal shifts impact our behaviors and impact how we approach feeding our families so that we're not trying to just go buy a bunch of products arbitrarily and see if we end up successful with them. And so that we're not feeling this pressure to adopt all these habits, whether it be a meal planning or meal prepping or these elaborate meals or, you know, just efforts that we are not in a position to have any added capacity for. So I want you to feel empowered that whatever season you are in, there is good and there is growth that can happen there. If you sit in that season and you see it for what it is, rather than trying to force on yourself or on your family something that's ineffective or unsustainable because it doesn't align with the season you're in. And so I do believe that, of course, nutrition is an element I didn't even bring into this conversation, but I know that there are a lot of different things I can do from the way I fuel my body to the products I use on my body and in my hair care routine that can help me achieve the goals that I want to have. And I'm now in a season to execute that plan, to be financially committed and held accountable to doing that plan and to actually utilizing these products in this plan in a way that I really do think and hope will give me results. But as we shift into spring, I wanna wrap up by asking you, first, who do you follow? Are you following so many different feeding accounts that you're cherry picking bits and pieces and trying to put together your own plan and you're either feeling really unsuccessful or more often than not, you're feeling really overwhelmed. And instead, I want you to take a second and ask yourself, what season are you even in? What capacity do you even have? Is the best effort you can make right now to research a plan so that come the due time and season, you can then begin actually executing the plan? Or are you in a season of spring where you're ready to take action and you have this sense of momentum with the seasons changing that you're like, yes, I'm ready to go. I have two, three more months until my kids are out for summer and now is my time to plant good seed, to water what I need to see grow and to give it the time and attention, whatever that behavior change is, and see it grow. If that's you, it might be time to financially commit. And it might be to a certain product that you just know would be making your life easier or more effective in your efforts, and you've just been waiting. Of course, I'm not 
you're encouraging just frivolous spending. But again, if you've researched a plan and you're confident in the person who's recommending that plan and you think the financial commitment is going to help keep you accountable in the upcoming season to stick with that plan, then commit. Financially, make room in your budget and find that capacity not only in your energy, but in your financial capacity to see how can you make this a bigger priority in the season that you're in. I know that every family I work with is not ready to invest in something like the Mealtimes Made Easy method, not only because of the price point, but because of the commitment of time and energy that is required of you to go through a program like that, that really is giving you the roadmap to how to feed your family. If you're in a winter, you might not be in a season where you feel really ready to take on a large course like that. But like someone I spoke with this morning was saying, sometimes it's helpful to have that plan so that we can just continue to revisit and revisit and revisit so that as we're in a spring, we know we already have the plan. The plan is in our hands. So then when the capacity then presents itself, we know exactly what we need to do. So maybe it's you working through the mindset component of determining what is the value of having a plan in your hands that you can take and implement as soon as you're ready and you can take action on. Maybe it is making a financial commitment to be accountable to see a plan through. And moving beyond that, if you feel confident that you have researched the person and the plan that you want to follow and you are financially committed to taking action and actually invested in implementing the plan that you have long been planning to do, now it's time to actually do it. Take advantage of spring and the energy that comes with new life and early growth and that cultivation of something coming to be. It's not going to be perfect yet, but getting started and seeing something through is where so many just give up, pivot, and go a different direction. So I want to encourage you, come up with your plan. Financially commit to staying accountable. And once you have the things that you need to put your plan in place, use them to your advantage so that you can begin seeing the growth that you're after. All right, friend, that is all for today. But I hope that this was... Yes, a little bit of a metaphor, but also something that hopefully really resonated with you in whatever season that you're in. And I want to encourage you to take action in whatever way that might be. Continue to vet out the people and the plans that you see yourself maybe being able to be successful with. Consider financially committing and getting that accountability you need so that you can put the steps in place to see some growth. And then as you're ready, do that thing. And in whatever way I can help come alongside you in that process, whether it be within my Mealtimes Made Easy method, in a one-on-one session, or in answering the questions that you have that may come up, scroll down to the bottom of this episode where the show notes are, and you can find all the links that you'll need there so that I can support you in the season that you're in. 